Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. reviews on the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes to help as many new listeners find us as possible. If you haven't written a review yet, please do. Special thanks go to all of our fans who have taken the time to write a review on the Apple Podcast app. Please know that we read and appreciate every single review and all the feedback, suggestions, and snoozy love in each one. This episode is supported by Pastoral Lifestyles. Tonight, we'll be reading the opening to the 1877 novel Black Beauty by English author Anna Sewell by listener request. Due to a severe injury early in life, Sewell needed to use crutches to walk and developed a love for horses as horseback riding gave her a sense of freedom. This novel became an immediate bestseller at the end of her life, with Sewell dying just five months after its publication, but having lived long enough to see her only novel become a success. With 50 million copies sold, Black Beauty is one of the best-selling books of all time. Get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed.
Now, take a few deep breaths. Black Beauty, Part 1, Chapter 1, My Early Home. The first place that I can well remember was a large, pleasant meadow with a pond of clear water in it. Some shady trees leaned over it, and rushes and water lilies grew at the deep end. Over the hedge, on one side, we looked into a plowed field, and on the other, we looked over a gate at our master's house, which stood by the roadside. At the top of the meadow was a grove of fir trees, and at the bottom, a running brook overhung by a steep bank. While I was young, I lived upon my mother's milk, as I could not eat grass. In the daytime, I ran by her side, and at night, I lay down close by her. When it was hot, we used to stand by the pond in the shade of the trees. And when it was cold, we had a nice warm shed near the grove. As soon as I was old enough to eat grass, my mother used to go out to work in the daytime and come back in the evening. There were six young colts in the meadow besides me. They were older than I was. Some were nearly as large as grown-up horses. I used to run with them and had great fun. We used to gallop all together round and round the field as hard as we could go. Sometimes we had rather rough play, for they would frequently bite and kick as well as gallop. One day, when there was a good deal of kicking, my mother whinnied to me to come to her, and then she said, I wish you to pay attention to what I'm going to say to you. The colts who live here are very good colts, but they are cart horse colts, and of course, they have not learned manners. You have been well-bred and well-born. Your father has a great name in these parts. And your grandfather won the cup two years at the Newmarket races. Your grandmother had the sweetest temper of any horse I ever knew. And I think you have never seen me kick or bite. I hope you will grow up gentle and good and never learn bad ways. Do your work with a good will, lift your feet up well when you trot, and never bite or kick.